Yes, Andy and Candy and David Wayne, who I totally know. I love the, the call out to DC in there, too. I was just telling DC off the air that we need to have a theme song for him, and maybe we have it. Uh, <laughs> Candy, thanks so much for that. DC Reeves is the mayor of Pensacola. He joins us now by phone. DC, welcome back to the show, sir. Okay, so uh, before we get to the, the – well, I guess we'll start with that. The carry forward stuff um, is – you said, and I appreciate this, that you've already talked with city council about a lot of these items and, you know, you put things on there that they're basically on board with, including some of the beef-ups for city of Pensacola, a couple of more officers for the CRA, which is great, um, a new tactical vehicle for SWAT team, perimeter fencing at PPD, all things that seem – pretty basic the one and and necessary surprising we don't have i was interested in the one you said to upgrade and beef up our body cameras um what's that because i thought we already were on our second generation and they were pretty good yeah so um it's really a holistic approach of technology it's about a five-year investment so you know uh, you'll see a small portion of carry forward for this year's but you know it's something that we that we're obligating ourselves to fund um but i actually went through the um the demo myself, uh, which it's, it involves uh, body cameras, cameras in the vehicles, um, the uh, tasers uh, that uh, officers will carry, um, and it's a incredibly enormous upgrade to what we have right now. And a lot of it, um, what is being carried, or you know, the quality of the picture, let's say on uh, the camera, it's how much time the officer spends when they get back to the HQ and. and that they have to download or they have to or upload and all of the just logistical time that we're spending, just countless hours oh, um, where, okay. where that, that would be remediated. And, and as well as, I mean, I'll just give you an example. This technology that goes in the car, it will be able to drive down. One of our squad cars will be able to drive down the street and scan even perpendicular every license plate as it just goes. So if it just, it can ping somebody, a stolen vehicle or whatever, they don't have to just type it in. And, you know, at random when they're sitting at a stoplight, like that's the kind of difference in technology that, that you know, these kinds of things are providing. There's several others. Um, so it, that's why it's expensive. But, um, you know, as I sat through, you know, with Chief Randall and, and with our city administrator, um, you know, had, had a meeting with Axum for about an hour and a half uh, just to learn all the different technology. Um, so I'm very, very excited to get this uh, into the hands of um, into the hands of our officers. One other quick example that's really impressive to me is this would allow that once an officer had um, had pulled uh, their firearm from their holster, all the cameras on every vehicle and every body cam within X hundred yards um, all activate immediately. So even if you're around the corner, your your camera in your car activates based on someone pulling their, their gun. So you see, I mean, it's just a whole new, you know, uh, really welcome to the 21st century and uh, policing and, and, and it'll not only keep our officers safe and keep our citizens safe, but certainly will even gain us some time in terms of having our officers on the street, not sitting at a desk uh, inside HQ trying to upload video. Okay, so this is a this is a, there's two parts to this in my mind. The way I'm hearing it, number one is it expands capabilities that we do not currently have uh, and gives us the opportunities Correct. that we do not currently have. But it also is primarily an HR tool because 
it's going to take officer time that's currently being wasted on processing these things and uh, put that into an automation system so that you can have more man hours actually on the street doing what they're supposed to be doing instead of with the uh, which all of that makes sense to me that's that's very interesting i know the yeah. um the chief has been big on um shot spotter that mobile has is that something that you're still yeah. thinking about you're going to implement where are you on that yeah absolutely we've had conversations um both uh, with the sheriff's department and um, Representative Andrade has uh, has been a partner with us on this that we uh, potentially would be making a legislative ask um, from our area. And the reason uh, we have the sheriff's office involved is, uh, as as Chip has probably discussed with you, there's been discussions of a real-time crime center, and a, a, a very nice complement to a real-time crime center would be having shot spotter technology as well. You don't have to have both. Uh, Having shot spotter at PPD, even without a real-time crime center, I mean, it would allow that if a, a shot rang out within the area of these cameras, then, you know, everybody on duty would get a text or get a, you know, get notified. Obviously, that would be a huge upgrade for us, uh, but it would, we could enhance the value of it even more holistically if the sheriff had a real-time crime center and we had shot spotter where we had people watching on screens 24 hours a day. So, um, so anyway, yes, we are continuing to move forward with that with the help of the representative uh, and, uh, you know, alongside the sheriff's department as well. Very good. Uh, we're talking to D.C. Reeves. He is the mayor of Pensacola. Mayor, hang on for just a second. Let me get traffic on the fives here with Candy Cullerton. Uh, watching an accident. This is on Lillian Highway, and it's, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it's on Blue Angel, just south of Lillian Highway, and uh, backed up quite a bit. Ambulance just arrived not too long ago. Uh, watch her emergency crews on scene. Again, that's Blue Angel, just south of Lillian. Traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. A uh, couple of things that are going to be on next week's agenda for City Council that are um, second readings, one of which is to add Juneteenth to the holiday list, uh, which I was surprised that wasn't already. I guess I had thought that we had already done that last year. The other is the smoking ban, vaping ban in city parks, which now we've seen, you know, Okaloosa County. Uh, there's been a proposal, not, not yet initiated, but it's going to be in the city of Milton that they're going to look at doing that. Um, any particular changes to the smoking one before that gets added? Because it, it kind of, it's it's your item, but it's also, you know, I don't know, you, you'd mentioned before there might be some tweaks or changes anything substantial there no i I think there might be a little bit of language clarification language change that you know with with certain exceptions um but uh no nothing 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 foundationally different than what we had before and one of the things that you mentioned yesterday in your press conference was working on a congestion study and i just want to i want to give credit for a couple of things Uh, one is i love this idea makes perfect sense to me to make it so that you can figure out when you do or don't need to change the traffic facilities because you're building new uh, residences, for example, and putting new cars in. But I love that. And the other thing, and I thought this was this goes back a, a, a little bit to your interview that you did when I was gone. Um, you were talking about interacting with Triumph, and I, 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 what I caught from that interview was what seemed to me like a tone shift where my perception has been that we treat Triumph as a kind of an adversarial relationship, like we're they're the gatekeepers and we're trying to pry money out of their greedy hands or something. And it sounded to me like you more said, you know what, let's find out what they want to give us money for and let's see if we can do that. And then if it works, they'll give us more. Am I reading you right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and that was before we moved forward with what was already on the books prior to, to – uh, me taking over is what I, that the number one question I wanted to know was, you know, is it all or nothing? 
you know, do we have to make a $153 million ask at the right. court with a lot of moving parts and a lot of things, or, or will we be are in a situation where we be punished for asking for less and then saying, oh, well, sorry, well, you've already gotten that, um, you know, come back in five years, then we'll ask for the whole thing. But, it, but it's actually the opposite. It's, uh, I take IHC right here in our community, perfect example. They've been funded twice on the same project because Triumph likes to see progress. They like to say, well, great, this, this X million dollars went for good and look where it got us. So we'll happily fund, you know, phase two. And so once I knew that, then that gave us really clear direction on which way we want to go. And, and specifically with the port, uh, with the American Magic Center for Maritime Excellence, we're going to do that first. We're going to flip-flop uh, what was mentioned previously. And let's get that across the finish line. We're, you know, we're more ready for that one. Um, we know we've got some, a lot of good support in our community uh, on the board for that. And, um, you know, let's get that going. And we can always come back on more of the industrial ask. Right. No, I, I, again, I, I thought that it sounded like all upside to me. One of the things we've been talking about this week, maybe a little bit last week as well, is the Pelican drop, the New Year's Eve celebration. I talked about it with David Forte last week when he was in for you. Describe for me your level of optimism that Pelican drop will happen or not. And if so, how will it be funded? Yeah, I'm, I'm still com- you know, coming back from out of town. I have not had any uh, specific conversation since uh, New okay. Year's about that. <clears throat> what, what, what I always say is, look, you know, I've been saying for months and years, you know, I'm a place-making economic development kind of person. So any opportunity that we have that brings people to our community um, and, and makes this a great place to live is something that I'm always open and attentive to. And I just – my general um, stance in anything like that is to be open-minded about getting it done. Now, as you said, <laughs> there's also data to consider. <laughs> you know, what, what are the expenses? Who's going to operate it? Um, how does it affect other things? Well, that's the analysis that we'll do. But, you know, I, I always start in situations like this from a stance of yes or how can we? And, uh, and you know, but we've got to make sure that it makes sense for us. So, um, you know, I've, I've heard the county commission is, is excited about this idea. And certainly I'm open minded um, to seeing, you know, what the city's role would be and, uh, and at least taking a good hard look at it. Very good. And I do have a question. It's a re- it's a relatively small item on the agenda for next week, but it's a $60,000 for paving the First City Arts Center parking lot. And I, I, I don't exactly have a question for you on this. I just want to kind of raise a thought, which is I'm very torn on LOST funds because to me, the sales pitch on LOST is you'll get extra stuff that you need or will value that you weren't going to be able to produce otherwise. And so whenever I see like a road that's paved and it says, hey, this project was paid for by LOST funds, I was saying, that road was going to be paved anyway. It should have been paved anyway. That's not extra bonus, super cool gifts. That's the same stuff government should already be doing. So when I see LOST being spent on a parking lot, that's kind of my feel about it. Not that it's a bad project, not that it's a misuse, just that it's supposed to be extra stuff. Can you maybe, I don't know, comment? Yeah, sure. So, well, first of all, that that item is going to be uh, pulled from this uh, agenda. And, oh, okay. Um, what I'd say to that is that neither right nor wrong. Um, you know, that specific issue was something uh, negotiated in the previous administration okay. uh, in terms of uh, with First City Arts Center. So um, we're we're going to you know get our feet under us uh, with and and you know no blame to the previous administration or anything like that. But as you can imagine, in a transition. You know, uh, before we have things that are you know kind of negotiated outside of what the the normal agreement was, 
uh, I like to have a really good understanding of it uh, sure. before something that we propose. So Appreciate that'll be that. off That's the good. agenda. And, uh, but to your question, understand, LFC, we're limited on what we can do with it as right. well. Um, and so, but I hear you. I mean, it's, it, you know, the, the idea of LFC is to bring things that wouldn't normally be there. Um, but, uh, you know, park maintenance is something that if we use LFC to build it, we can maintain it with LOST. Right. I mean, I think that that is still bringing an amenity, even when you're maintaining as well. Okay. And I just, it wasn't that I needed you to, you know, tell me your grand philosophy of using LOST money or something. I just wanted to kind of raise that as sure, a, sure. as a perspective. And I know a lot of people have that same kind of, that's not really what we were told, <laughs> you know, LST is for. All right. Last uh-huh. thing that um, I want to uh, do with you is always try to do a lightning round with you. Um, since yes. we've got this announcement from the Biden administration, they might be getting rid of or trying to get rid of gas stoves and the impact on Pensacola energy. We'll get into that in the future, but quick question for you, DC Reeves, gas or electric stove for you oh gas stove oh wow all right i'm not just being a company man (laughs) you got to support the local but also the useful uh is your desk clean or cluttered oh i don't want to admit that uh the um uh, uh, on a scale of one to ten i'll go six and a half cluttered Okay. Um, All but, right. Um, I, 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 I just got back from the break, so it could get worse. But in a month, is it still going to be a six and a half? Uh, maybe a six point six <laughs> or seven. Trending the wrong way. Last one is in your house when nobody's watching it. Is the TV on or not on? Ooh, I, I would say not on. I'm, we're pretty good about that. All right. You know, so lights and maybe not as good. TV, we're good. So it's a device for use. I got you. Very good. Uh, DC Reeves, uh, we're looking forward to the transition team presentation today and city council meeting next week. As always, sir, thanks for the time, and we'll talk to you again next Wednesday. All right. Awesome, guys. Thanks for having me.